Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm John Avalon, senior political analyst and anchor here at CNN, in for David Chalian. You also can find me on CNN's Reality Check segment every day on New Day and online. But first, this is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's everything you need to know about politics for Thursday, February 10th, 2022. Is President Biden's Build Back Better deal dead or alive? Well, depends on who you ask. You remember Build Back Better. It's that sweeping climate and social spending bill at the center of President Biden's legislative agenda. It's been called a lot of names, including the Family Fairness Act. But Democrats want this bill passed yesterday. Well, four months ago, to be exact. But it hadn't happened because Senators Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema didn't support the $1.9 trillion bill. So it's been on ice since then. But that's not stopping President Biden from hitting the road to tout a piece of the bill. But it's a little unclear why, because Manchin still hasn't indicated he would support the bill and refers to the package itself as dead. That wouldn't be build back better. That would be build back never. Nonetheless, Biden and the Democrats want the American people to know they are not done with this bill. They are not going to concede that it is done. And what it will contain and when it will pass remain opaque. President Biden discussed a key part of the bill, lowering prescription drug prices today in a crucial swing district in Virginia. The idea you can charge whatever you want is just not going to happen in the United States of America if I have anything to do with it. Everyone has less money in their pockets today because of high drug price, drug costs, and health insurance. And it's more expensive for everyone. He said this will lead to even more Americans working, inflation rates coming down, and the nation's deficit being reduced. So just to give you a little background here, the legislation's main proposal revives the Democrats' efforts to allow Medicare to negotiate drug prices for up to 20 medications starting in 2028. Medicare can negotiate everything except drug prices. What we're proposing is that we negotiate fair prices, one that reflects the cost of research and development and the need for significant profit, but still is affordable and has some relationship to the cost the drug company had. But again, this is just one piece of the Build Back Better agenda. Thanks to Manchin, Democrats have had to majorly scale back their initial ambitions. And one of the key issues was Manchin's concern with rising inflation. And today's news from the Labor Department isn't helping the West Virginia senator feel any better. The consumer price index rising 7.5% in the 12 months ending in January. Prices increased across the board last month, with big jumps year over year in gasoline, used cars, groceries, and electricity. And that's a real stress on the budget of American families, which President Biden acknowledged in a statement today, claiming that, quote, there are also signs that we will make it through this challenge. The question is how fast it will occur and what pain will be put in place before then. Now, Biden took some solace in forecasts that project inflation will ease substantially by the end of this year. But forecasts predicted inflation would get better by today, too. So take that one with a pound of salt. Democrats like Biden and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi have been persistent in their position that actually Build Back Better will help fight inflation by providing support for middle-class families. Manchin's been convinced, though, that the package would be fuel to the inferno that is government spending, and that's no different today. Take a listen to what he told CNN. This inflation is real. It's harming people. It's 7.5%. That's a tax, and it continues to increase. It's not decreasing. And we have basically uh, an economy that's on fire, 
you don't throw more fuel on the fire that's already on fire, causing the problems that we have. So we've got to get our house in order. Republicans are rallying around Manchin on this one, although, of course, they never supported Build Back Better at all in the first place. Here's Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor today. The severity of this inflation was directly fueled by the reckless far-left spending spree that every single Democrat in this chamber voted to ram through at President Biden's behest. Now, he's talking about the almost $2 trillion American Rescue Plan signed into law last March. That popular package provided millions of Americans stimulus checks, unemployment assistance, tax credits, and much more. He is ignoring, however, the nearly $8 trillion added to the debt by President Trump while Republicans ran Washington. You can't simply focus on Democrats, but we've seen this pattern before. Republicans seem to care most about the deficit of the debt when a Democrat is president. On the Democrats' side, if they can't get Manchin on board with Build Back Better, they have no choice but to break it up, something Biden's agreed to. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that progressives and moderates inside the Democratic camp keep going back and forth on what should be included in Build Back Better. House Progressive Chair Pramila Jaipal told CNN she doesn't think Democrats are starting from scratch on this, but says it needs to be passed as fast as possible. Progressives are urging the White House and Democratic leaders to kick the economic and climate package negotiations into high gear for a March 1st deadline, the day of Biden's State of the Union address. Remember also that Democrats are focused on filling a Supreme Court opening, so add that to the list of priorities. Timing on all of this? TBD. And it comes as Biden poll numbers are still suffering. A brand new CNN poll conducted by SSRS in January and February brought some tough news for the Biden administration. Nearly six in 10 Americans disapprove of how he's handling the presidency, with most of that group saying there's literally nothing Biden has done since taking office that they approve of. That's absurd. You can always find something a president has done if you're being fair-minded that you agree with. Overall, just 41% of Americans say they approve of the way Biden is handling his job, while 58% disapproved. And that's a big drop from his approval numbers compared to CNN polling last year. Look, the polling numbers for Biden remain tough. He has hit partisan headwinds. It is crucial for Democrats to understand where and when and why those numbers have faltered. It's the economy, stupid. It's inflation. It's the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan, a policy that's broadly popular, but the execution of which was not particularly with independence. And of course, the persistence of COVID has been a major frustration, but that ignores how far we've come in the past year. And it's also the sense that Biden has not been able to follow through with his commitment to push through more bipartisan legislation and reunite the nation. But it takes two to tango on that front, folks. Don't forget it. Biden is presiding over a deeply polarized nation. And there are a series of bipartisan wins that Biden could point to, most notably his infrastructure bill. But there may be soon a bipartisan win coming in the form of bailing out the post office. Keep your eye on that one as it makes its way to the Senate. All right, that's it for today's political briefing. I'm John Avalon. Thank you so much for listening. If you want more of my political analysis, you can check out Reality Check from New Day and our digital series on CNN's YouTube account and homepage. And my new book, Lincoln and the Fight for Peace, will be out next Tuesday. It's about Lincoln's plan to win the peace after winning the war, his vision for national reconciliation and reunification. Please take a moment to follow us wherever you get your podcasts, and we will talk to you right here tomorrow.